All right, guys, welcome back to the show. Today we have a very, very special guest. You know him from things like Falcon and the Winter Soldier, CBS's FBI, CBS, uh, NBC's Blacklist, The Walking Dead, and the list goes on. Today we're talking to Brian Shepard. But before we do, let's get a uh, word in from this week's episode sponsor. Are you looking for clean energy without jitters and bad side effects? No sugar, artificial sweeteners, or preservatives? With a good source of energy from green tea and B12? Then look no further. Make sure you visit pureboost.com and check them out today. We use this every day. It's our drink of choice to give us that good pick-me-up in the morning. All right, welcome back to the show. Today we have a very, very special guest. Go ahead and introduce yourself. My name is Brian Shepard. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, I'm an actor, TV and film, and I'm really, really excited to be here. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. So can you tell me a little bit about yourself and how you got into uh, becoming an actor? Yeah, absolutely. I I was uh, cast in a musical when I was probably eight years old maybe nine years old. And I had no idea what that was. I had never been to the theater. Um, and so here I am in like farm country, Indiana, doing a musical. And when the show was over, I realized that's, that's what I'm, that's what I'm going to be when I grow up. I'm going to be an actor. This is, this is the best uh, feeling I've ever had in my life. And so it took me from, you know, rural Indiana through college and grad school. And here I am in New York City uh, doing my thing. Very cool. So can you tell me about your journey to become an actor and what that was like? And, and... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, you know, I as a kid, you know, you want to do it. It's really exciting. It kind of gave me a place to belong and a community to belong to. And then over time, you kind of, you know, you go to school and, and grad school and start training classically and it becomes a business. So it's no longer about just the excitement and the passion, but now, you know, you really have to kind of start opening your mind up. And for me, um, I think that's been the biggest part of my journey is going from just doing it for fun to here I am as a full-time actor. Um, and this is kind of my, uh, you know, chasing my dreams entirely on my own. Um, yeah, it's been an exciting journey. It's changed a lot. When I got into it, I wanted to be a theater actor and I went to school for theater, um, and did a little bit of it. And before I knew it, um, I got a curveball and people wanted me to do television, which was this new kind of new world to, to live in. Um, and so I think where I'm at now is very unexpected. If you asked me six years ago, seven years ago, where I would be, um, it would be still chasing the theater dream and auditioning all the time for plays. And here I am in an entirely different world. Um, and it's been really, really exciting. I mean, it's definitely challenging and, and um, a full-time commitment but it has been the biggest blessing and and twist in my life that that i that i never dreamed of so what would you say the biggest difference between theater and Mm -hmm. like doing a getting prepared and doing a tv show would be theater you're blessed with rehearsal time so you 
have time to build a character. You have three weeks, four weeks with the cast and the director to craft it, um, to memorize it, whatever it may be. Um, but you have more time and you have more time to develop what, to develop the work on stage. So if I'm in a play, I may do 90 performances or 100 performances on that show. And it's going to change a lot over time. And kind of the biggest switch over to television is it's, it's, it's a two-pronged thing. One is, is the size of everything. Um, and that was a lot to learn for me as like a dedicated theater actor that I'm suddenly working in something that is really, really intimate and very close. It's probably the biggest change um, and an adjustment. I, the other one being that you don't have the rehearsal time. So your audition, you're probably going to get a self-tape to tape in the middle of the night, do the next day. So you got like a couple hours to pull yourself together and look at the script and record it and make it sure that it looks good and can be heard and seen and, and it's a quality, send it off and you'll do tons of those. And then finally, you, you get the, the, uh, the offer sometimes overnight and you've got to be ready to go to set within a day or two days, completely prepared. So there's the rehearsal time is, is one or two takes. Um, the time to develop the character is almost non-existent most of the time. Um, and so it's, it's a really, it's a huge, it's completely different animal. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's less, um, kind of, uh, kind of a team effort in a lot of ways, I think in the film and TV world is where you would spend all your time in theater developing it all together. This one you do, but it is in, it's in a matter of minutes and hours, not weeks and months. So, and, and that's gotcha. Do you have any pants the whole time? <laughs> Do you have any favorite um, things that you've done before you started doing TV? Yeah, absolutely. I did Hamlet, um, Tennessee Shakespeare Company. Most of my training was in Shakespeare and classical theater, and that's always what I kind of dreamed of being. And um, so I think playing Hamlet was probably my theater highlight before the, the film and TV world says, yeah, come over here for a little while, you know? Um, that was the most demanding, scary, terrifying, cathartic thing I have probably ever done in my entire life um, until I got to the film and TV world. Yeah. Yeah, that was a dream. That was a, that was a role that I probably didn't gotcha. deserve. I was, not, I was not ready for it. But man, it was, that was that was the highlight. So jumping into the TV and film world, um, I, I did see that you've done some episodes of uh, uh, FBI and uh, The Walking Dead and things like that. Yeah, yeah, that's it's uh, FBI was recent. That was back in September after about a two year period of really no work. Um, I was about to kind of throw in the towel and wasn't sure, wasn't sure what I was doing anymore. And um, thanks to my wonderful agents, I got an, an audition out of nowhere. And I'm talking quiet. I had maybe read five times over the entire pandemic, uh, five or six times. And so um, this, this was a kind of an unexpected thing, literally the week that I was throwing in the towel and just over it. And I, I, I read for it here at home. And within about four or five days, got the offer, and, and that kind of saved me. I think it's, it kind of gave put new wind into my sails. Um, 
you know, walking dead was, was my, for me, was my TV highlight. Um, not because of the role, but because I was a longtime fan of the show and I had watched it from the, from ground up over and over. I'd been to that show forever, um, multiple times. And I dreamed of working with people like Norman Reedus, um, Andrew Lincoln, Lauren Cohen, um, to name a few, um, really to, to work anywhere in that franchise. I was ready to go down and just be a zombie in the background way, way back there. I didn't care. And and my agents in Atlanta had started sending tapes for it, which was really exciting. Um, but four years later, I still hadn't booked. So I read for it over probably two dozen times um, without booking it, no booking. And then a month later, two months later, I'd read again, nothing, read again, nothing. And that went on four years later. Here I am on like read number 24 or 25 for the show. Um, I had just gotten off the uh, off of my bar shift in downtown Manhattan. I bartended. It was like 4 a.m. I closed the restaurant. I was tired. Um, I woke up my girlfriend and said, we got to film another one of these things. I don't know why they're never going to take me. And we read for it, tired and exhausted and over it. And I woke up next morning at nine o'clock and my agent had been blowing up my phone and said, you need to get to Atlanta tonight. You film tomorrow. And that was, that was like when they talk about dreams coming true, out of, you know, thin air, no matter how long it takes, that was the moment for me. That was try, try, try again. And when you finally give up, here you are in your dream, standing next to the people you've dreamt of working with for, for decades. So that was the highlight. I bet that was exciting to be a part of. It was. It was, it was surreal. You know, I had been in, I had done TV before, and I had done TV actually right before that, um, SVU and stuff like that, and that that was kind of a buildup that helped get me ready. But then to be on a show that you had dreamt of for for almost a decade at that point, or a little short of that, and um, and here you are in that world, um, that post-apocalyptic world, and you see the sets that you've recognized from TV as like a super fan. I was nerding out. I was. I was fangirling all over that stuff. And then, you know, I'm in the makeup trailer getting my, my work done one day and in the in the seats next to me are are the people. The cast. And that was probably the proudest, most surreal, earth shaking moment of my life when I do turn around and I'm like, This is me too. And it's hard to explain. It's a really, really big and it's a big feeling to wake up for that week or two weeks to film every day, knowing here I am, I'm walking back into my dream, even though it's going to be for a little period of time. And then I got to move to the next dream. That was, that was the most affirming moment uh, for me. It was surreal. I, I, you know, and, and also kind of the nicest and kindest people you could ever work with a big giant family. You know, when that, when that um, finale happened a few weeks ago, I watched it. I sat here in my apartment alone, turned off the lights, and it was like watching um, a family for one last time. You know, that's special. Oh, yeah, most definitely. And, and as popular as that show was, to, to be a part of, of that, even for that little bit, like you were saying, it's got to be, you know, one of those those highlights that you just look at yeah, and go, something you don't want to, you I don't was want there. To. 
Yeah, yeah. You know, it's hard to watch now. Like, after I did it, it was actually hard to go back and watch it because I wanted to still be there, you know? And now, like, with the spinoffs coming out, it's like, you know, my character was killed off in, in that episode. And so, and I, here I am seeing more of it. And it's hard to watch because I still, I still want to be there. And I still want to work with the same cast, you know? Um, Denai Gorina, people like this. Uh, it's just like, um, it's surreal. It's, it's surreal. And it's a huge team of people after this one giant goal that takes hours. I mean, the makeup in the trailers. And I'm watching guys getting full zombie head-to-toe makeup for, for 12 hours in a day uh, by that ama- the, the amazing hair and makeup team. Um, it's just like an undertaking like you could not believe. It's its own world. It's a lifestyle for the people who are there making it every day. It has to be it's completely consuming. And that's that's not true for everything. If you do a procedural, like... SBU or something, you know, you go in, it's a well-oiled machine. It's very minimal as far as look and type and style and locations. It's already been dialed in. And so you walk in and you're filming those for a matter of maybe a few hours. Um, whereas when you're in a production like The Walking Dead, where it's part of your universe for that time, it is a, it's a nation of people and you're completely immersed in it. You have to be. Um, and you do have to pinch yourself to remind yourself, man, this is real. This is real. I'm here. I'm doing it. You know? Definitely. I mean, I can only imagine what that that feeling's like to have that elation just to be part of something that, that you're passionate about, one, and then two, to have that and and know that it's it's part of one of the, the bigger franchises that's been on TV for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Big time. It was the big at the time. It was the biggest thing, the biggest kind of empire I had ever been part, blessed to be part of. You know, so that was that was really exciting. So as far as as things that are out there, um, you know, I I would imagine that you're auditioning for a, a lot of different things. But is there a a franchise, so to speak, that you'd like to be a part of at some point? Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a few. Um, I would love to be part of Yellowstone, you know, um, I think reoccurring work is what I'm interested more in now, rather than coming in for hours and and leaving and, and being a blip on the radar. And so I would love to be more of an integral part in shows like Yellowstone, really environmental, um, beautiful dramas. Um, I would like to have the time to dig deeper with a group of people. And so Yellowstone would, would be one. I really want to do fantasy, and it's actually funny. Later today, in a few hours, I have an audition for a Game of Thrones-style show. And so I think that's part of, like, one of my ultimate dreams is to work in fantasy. Even though, you know, it's hard as Americans. We don't do a lot of it here on this continent, and, and so those opportunities are extremely limited. Um, but the few times I have read for something of that of fantasy or historical Historical fact, you know, fiction work is cool. I would love to do some work on, on Civil War, World War II films or television, you know, like Band of Brothers style work. Um, that's kind of my dream. As a classical theater actor, that's kind of like you want to stay in this world of history a little bit. And, you know, if there's dragons involved and some great sword fighting, I am there in a heartbeat. You know, that's I don't know what that project is or if that will ever appear here for, for me to take advantage of. But I would love to do that. Um, the franchise I've worked most for would be the Dick Wolf world, you know, with with FBI and SVU. And 
that's another world because you know procedural television is so so fun and exciting and quick and fast paced and it films really fast. And so I would love to do more like the the Chicago Fire, Chicago Man world. Um, I've read for those a lot. I've almost been on them a handful of times, and and that's really fun because you get to walk into this another well oiled family, and. Um, the crews that work for Dick Wolf are, are some of like the hardest working, most dedicated people that I really like to be around. So that's like my my obvious kind of trajectory. But in the back of my mind, I, I'm still the little kid that dreams of like being on a castle and having a great sword fight with a White Walker. Right. That's 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 my nerd side coming out. I would love to do that. Yeah, definitely. And. You know, those those things are, are something you don't see a whole lot of now, but you know, I can remember I don't remember how many years ago, but there was there were several that came out, you know, um that that you just you looked at and went, I wonder what it's like to be a part of something that has to do with medieval history or, you know, just something that just takes place in, in medieval times, so to speak. Yeah, and, and an environment, you know, there's shows where you don't, you don't, you know, your environment is the city street, which, you know, you're already living in every day. Or, you know, for me, it'd be a pig farm, I grew up on a pig farm. And so, like, to be on a farm would be kind of normal everyday thing. But the environment that is so big and requires so much imagination and study and time and, um, you know, dedication from everybody to pull off off the commitment, you know, and, and, and the look, that's exciting because it's very, very rare. I mean, that's kind of the yeah, theater because it, it, you are living you know, in those environments. Uh, the, the things but. that I, that I see out there now, you know, everything's mm -hmm. going towards the, um, not so much fantasy, but the, the comic book, yeah. uh, so to speak, heroes and things like that, which are really crazy popular. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, the Mar like the Marvel Universe, for instance, is big and getting bigger, you know, and, and you work on a set like that. And, you know, that's another pretty big environment to walk into and kind of a big moment when you, you know, you're working for, a, you know, for a Marvel or Disney and and you're uh, part of such a huge machine. Um, it's definitely it's definitely a lot of pressure, I think, even to have I had one line on that show or two lines um and it was the most pressure i've ever felt in my entire life you know because it's so popular and the weight of it for people it's their lives and so when you're representing something that is that people are so they care about so much when they turn on that television you know that's your hamlet that's your moment and you don't want to let them down so so I think those when those moments come around, they're 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 few and far between. But man, that's exciting. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I can only imagine, and you know, being a, a very big comic book nerd, you mm -hmm. know, it's 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 great to see the people that they pick, and whether it be for a, a a single episode or whether it's throughout some of the movies and TV shows. But the people that they pick, you just kind of look at it and go. That person's a good fit for that role. You couldn't see anybody yeah. else doing that. Yeah, I mean, they read thousands of people for these things per role, and and so they really are. They're going to find, they're going to find, you know, truly the best. 
And that's all I think also the weight, not that I've had a name, a big name character on them, but even with a small one, you, you know, that, um, people are very particular and they have expectation about what that role would look like and who they want to play the role. And so like the, the weight put on people like Robert Downey Jr. or Sebastian Stan or, or whomever, um, that weight, that weight must be re a huge responsibility. You know, you're dealing with millions of viewers and super fans who have already thought this through and how they want to see it. And, you know, you just want to go out and give them what they want. That's scary. <laughs> oh yeah, scary. exactly. Yeah. And, and, and they're so secretive when they do everything too. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know. Um, when I did talking in the winter soldier, I didn't even know what the show was called until like days before I went in or maybe a day before I went in before, before I, I filmed, um, you know, it's all kept in the dark. A lot of shows are like that. Um, you know, when you audition before, before you audition, you send in all your NDAs. Um, and they, because people are clamoring for the, what's next. And, and so they, they keep it all completely under wraps, even for those that are in it. Um, the scripts, for instance, you're not get for a lot of these shows, you're not getting until the night before late the night before you sign in on an encryption and you get your, your secret, you know, script that's only good for a certain period of time. And then it's destroyed. And. So it's, it's pretty cool. It's also really hard to keep a secret because then you, you can't really talk about it until the episode commercial airs, like the trailer airs on television or, or whatever that may be. So you, you might have to sit there for a year, half a year to a year with this big news that you can't tell anybody about, not even your closest friends and family. So that's. What that's, was it like being on set with uh, uh, Marvel? It was big. Um, I was only on set for, for a period of time. We shot in downtown Atlanta and um, it was a night shoot. And so I was literally brought on to rehearse. We did get like a few readers quick to rehearse hours beforehand. Um, so I was brought into the plaza that we shot in, which was a real location um, in the daytime. Very few people on set. We read through it really quick. And then that night when it's dark and they got the, the helicopters and stuff coming in to film and the full SWAT teams there and stuff, um, I'm brought back on the set. And here you walk in and you're like, oh, this is, this is huge. This is an army of people, <laughs> helicopters and lights and noise. And, and here you are, you know, with, with, um, you know, Bucky and Sharon in front of you in costume. And a huge team of FX people, and you know, you got all your special effects people, and it's just an army, and probably the biggest crew I've ever seen in one room, or, you know, in one space. And that's that's that was pretty unnerving. Like I thought I was prepared because I had done like Walking Dead. I had gotten through like some pretty big kind of moments of stage fright and and jitters. But then when you're on that, even though I had like one or two lines, um, wow. That was when they say action, that was like, oh, my gosh, what am I doing? Where am I? Can I speak? <laughs> Can I spit the words out? It's always like that. You know, <laughs> there's every show kind of like that to begin with because it's unknown. But like, man, when they say action and you've got a you've got an army of people moving around you and watching guys with guns back here running around and through and past and spotlights coming in. It's like it's almost like you're on stage again. It's like a theater piece. Um, you know, it's not so intimate anymore, like, like you, like it is with Walking Dead or like a, like a really intimate scene on FBI where you might have 
something that's just between you and one other person. Now it's between you and a million other people. And that that was a like a oh shit kind of moment. That was huge. I can only imagine, man. And it's it's one of those things where, you know, being a a viewer of of cinema, so to speak, when you're watching these these shows on Disney Plus or you know, CBS, NBC, whatever the case may be, for for most fans, you get locked into it and and you kind of immerse yourself into the characters. It's it's yeah. crazy, but it's it's weird how that works. Yeah, and, and and as actors, we get literally like whatever time it takes to be brought to a set, look around, and then they eventually say action. Sometimes that's seconds or minute. You're brought in right of, right away, and you step in action and you go sometimes you're brought in and you got some downtime but like you're walking in it's like oh this is my environment you try to soak up the urgency and the feeling of it and um you start your imagination starts going so that you can just jump right in you don't have time um and it's a big environment to walk into even though some of it is going to be computer generated to some degree or change um in that case you really have to use your imagination because Parts of it aren't always there. You, you don't know, you know, when you when you watch it on television, six months later or three months later, you're like, oh, there was a that and that and that there too. That wasn't obviously there when we actually shot it. And so you are kind of going, your mind's going a mile a minute to just soak it all up. So what you see on in your seat here is exactly what I feel going into filming. Um, I just have to use my a lot of my imagination because it's not always really there half the people might not be there or half the environment might not be there i just they, i'll say you know I'll, I'll go in and just ask what are we going to be looking at here you know what are the sounds going to be um to kind of fill in those blanks and then go all right action figure it out right <laughs> <That's crazy. laughs> yeah yeah so for for you what is your dream role where where would you like to see your career go my dream role, you know, where I'm at in my career is, you know, my dream starts pretty basic, and it's to work every day. It's to to be a working actor on, on a show. Um, I don't have a need to be a lead man. I'm not a leading man type. Um, I know that. Um, and so I would love to be part of, just part of a show that I'm waking up every day of my career and going and being part of a family and part of a team, a reoccurring now, you know, our season regular. Now, of course, you know, I want to do historical work. Um, I want to have, I want to have my wake up every day job be to go play in a castle in a land far off. Um, it's not a show I think that exists right now. I think it will as, as, you know, as that trend comes back and we have, you know, more of this fantasy work that comes through. Um, that's where it would be. But at the most basic level, it's it's to work every day with the same group of people and have it be my entire life. Because acting isn't my entire life. Um, it's not the way that I pay my bills. It's not my, you know, I still have my survival jobs. You know, I work as a fishing guide in the off season, you know, quite a bit, 200 days a year. And so I still have other ways. I'm waking up and pursuing my own business on the side. And then to to have that to have acting be that every day for me, be able to be everything. That's, that's the only real need that I have. That's my only dream when I wake up in the morning, you know, um, 
I think that franchise hasn't happened. Uh, whatever that's going to be, I think it's going to be a surprise one day um, that I'm ready for. So you never know; it could be around the corner. You don't. It's all. You, you, I've never known any of this. I never expected any of it. And when it does come, I'm always surprised when I get that call. I'm always surprised when the audition comes in. I'm like, oh, man, I'm still in this game. I'm really happy. I'm really. This is all. This is my world right now. Um, and then, you know, I'll do a 50 or 100 of those, and then I'll book a roll, and then it's like, wow, man, for these two, three days, I get to be, I get to be, you know, I get to live my dream out. Um, but that feeling never gets old. Um, today, when I read later on for my audition, um, that's exciting for me, because it's one day out of the month that, oh, I actually get to do I actually get to step into this imaginational, imaginary, imaginary world and, and live that life, even if it's for 20 seconds, a minute, two minutes. Um, yeah, it's exciting. And it always baffles me when it happens. I'm always shocked and amazed that I still get to do it again. I'm still in the game, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, are there any actors or actresses that you'd like to work with or directors at some point in the future? Yeah. Uh, Barry Jenkins, hands down. Um, I love that style and that wor the worlds that man creates. Um, Coleman Domingo, a uh, close friend of mine and director, artist. Another one that I've worked, a gentleman I've worked with before that I would kill to be to be face-to-face uh, -face with um, in that capacity. People like Ben Mendelsohn. Um, actors who have um, a real spontaneity, they always get me really excited. Um, I'm really, really, really excited um, because you don't always get that. Um, so yeah, I, I think I think you know you see a, a quality of uh, of work in these really deep dramas like Bloodline, for instance, um, that require a tremendous amount of of soul searching by everybody to produce. And I think that's kind of, you know, actors like Ben who could do that. John Leguizamo um, really excite me. Zendaya um, who can completely capture you and take you in and lead that helm. I want to, I want to be around that energy. You know, that's really exciting when it happens. You know, it's not the best. It's not always about the, yeah. best or the most famous. It's about people who really just have, have, um, have magic around them and and pull you in and as an actor when i'm in a scene with somebody it's happening to me too and and those are those those instances are so few and far between and and so i i, I want to be around that i want to be in that scene with those people who are just are living in a whole different world um and have a lot of fun doing it because it is you know it is fun it's got to be contagious, too, you know, when you're on set and, and you're around that type of energy, it just kind of amps you up. It's a drug. It's a drug that you need, and you go home and you're still thinking about it, and then you're looking for more opportunities to to have that feeling again and share that feeling with that person and be around that. Um, just like a magical a show like The Walking Dead uh, where you're going in, and it does have a, a quality that is, that is um, addictive. Um, when you're done, it's almost, there's a heart, sense of heartbreak, and then it's a sense of, or a sense of grief almost because it's it's over with. The dream is the dream has changed and it's moving on into something else. 
um, uh, into the unknown. And then you look for that feeling again. You want to grab it again. In theater, it's a little easier to come by because you do get so much time. And I feel like there's a lot more work out there if you're a, a purely a theater actor. Um, and you get to feed that need a lot more. But in film and television, um, it's glimpses of time. And those moments go really, really, really quick. Even when they're, the day is long, you hold on to that feeling and you have to be really, really thankful for it. Um, and carry a lot of, of grace in those moments because they are few and far between and you can be replaced. You can, you know, this might be the last one. You really don't know. And so you have to soak up that day, two days, that week, that feeling. You have to stop and breathe and look around and say, this, for five days, I get to do, I get to live my, my, my dream. And I, you have to feel that and remember that feeling because that could hold, that has to hold you off. That appetizer has to hold you off for the next main meal. And that meal might not come for years at a time. Maybe never. Maybe next, maybe tomorrow. Yeah. You don't, it's unknown. It's an abyss that you just step into and you trust that the stairs are going to appear to get to the Holy Grail on the other side of that cavern. Just enjoy it while you got it. Like everything in life, right? Right. Right. <laughs> so so you got that audition coming up later today. Yeah. Hopefully it goes well for you. Yeah. Um, do you have anything maybe coming up that you might be looking into? Um, yeah, well, um, I, I don't know. As far as television and film, I have my dreams. We'll see if anything comes up. I have no power over it. I have no say. I have no, um, I can't call anybody and say, give me an audition. Uh, it's really, at, you know, a lot of that's really out of my hands. Um, so I just keep planting seeds with people and, you know, with my artistic family and uh, with people I've worked with and, and in my, um, my kind of daily manifestations and, and whatever's meant to happen will, will come. Um, I do have a few like stage, re like uh, workshop readings of new plays coming up that I'm really excited with, with places like the actor studio. Um, and that kind of keeps some of my juices flowing and gives me a way to rehearse some more and to explore and to keep uh, my impulses moving in my body. And so that's kind of how I rehearse and kind of keep it fresh is, you know, I'll work with friends on new plays that they're developing or TV scripts and we'll do zoom readings. Sometimes they're in person nowadays, almost everything is online. And that is my practice. And that's the, few chances I get to stretch between the next TV self-tape here in my little apartment, you know. Um, so those are the things that are coming up in the next few months. I've got a couple of those, and then, um, you know, we'll see where the world takes me. I really have no idea. Well, I wish you nothing but the best of luck. And, Thank you, my you brother. You know, the sky's the limit, and Thank you. you just never know what's around the corner. Hey, same for you, man. You, you never know. You just got to step in, and those stairs will appear. That's right. Yeah, That's man. Right. Thank I you for having me. I appreciate, appreciate you. you taking, absolutely. I appreciate you taking your time out of your schedule to, to chat with me and uh, kind of go over your background and history and, you know, what what makes you a good actor. Thank you, man. I appreciate you. You take care, and I'll talk to you soon.